Welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We have some channeled guidance as our Leo season keeps moving forward and our lovely Lion's Gate portal. My 5D mystics, you are Zen masters and functional adults that are in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, you as well. Those of you who are mystics, you have that intuitiveness and openness to your loved ones. You will have in the past years moved completely into equanimity and into recognizing and remembering that all states of consciousness choose where to stay. So your twin flames, soulmates, your oversoul, they get to choose if they move into Purusha Prakriti or not. They get to choose their self or not. And if they don't, it's okay. You don't need to try and make them do anything. Remember, that's the part when we tap into their opportunities to expand we're already being able to support indirectly through our own ability to share unconditional love with those lovely loved ones and they get to keep doing whatever it is they're doing on that note uh, the people who instead join us on our journey so the ones who take actions and they're speaking to you right now and they're interacting with you they're making you know through also, for example, uh, dreams and uh, Reiki. For me, as a Reiki practitioner, when my oversoul is open and receptive, I know that. And so this is the part where it's very clear because of the feeling that arises and also the communication and the interactions that arise. As long as you are expanding and feeling more and more cozy with your loved ones, this is the part of what you're knowing is open and receptive. And therefore, they're taking actions that show I want you in my life. You're taking actions that show I want you in my life. And this is not a one-on-one -on -one necessarily. This is your entire oversoul. So the people who do not take action to say I want you in my life, okay? So they don't want you in their life. They're going to stay that way probably. And if not, again, they're going to take action and you're going to hear from them or they're going to talk to you or you're going to encounter each other and that's going to grow I'm talking only about relationships that are going to grow. Putting all of the past to the past. And so our past episodes, even for me, all of the different elements from the Oversoul, it's been and continues to be a great journey. We have paid subscription-based model content for the Twin Flames and Soulmates. But I also want to remind lovely listeners that we go through the maturation of our emotional plane. Okay, so we also go through a collective theme. And that's why you will notice if you tune into an episode from way back when, there's a very different energy and a different way of addressing aspects. There was one of the years that we've had where every person who is from the end of the 5D mysticism will have been uh, brought to have a complete transformation at the heart and so some will have talked about it as if you were in hell and that evil and you know people were really really and um, this is that energy was there I remember doing a couple episodes and I remember we talked about that deep hole you don't know when you're going to get out right so some people go to hell and back up and that's because of those connections that are actually around but it's also collective energy so remember that just always keep in mind every year it's going to be different that's why those who are in that enlightenment soul age group we do this and that 
It's not because it's inconsistent. It's that every year there are different energies about, even though they're the same energy. I should say there's different themes. And on that note, we're bringing science and spirituality together and the spiritual stuff, so the human stuff. I'm pseudoscience lady, though, because I don't have the empirical lists of stuff. But I get my data and my information from educators. So I bring it together. In this case, we know about the unresolved trauma and trauma memory. It is what gets instigated and or let's just say shaken up and comes to the surface. Collectively, I might try to begin to do collective 5D channeling specifically for this moment. And right now we're doing basically a conversation and it's on an individual level. You're a person, you've moved into becoming your own functional adult, you have dissolved the shame cycle, you don't have that. If you had a love cycle, you only have a love cycle, so nothing's changed. You've become more loving than before. If you had a shame cycle, you're now finally loving, and you know how to be purusha, unconditionally loving towards yourself, others with flaws and imperfections, aware. And you know nobody's perfect, so you're not your adaptive child, basically with an inner child wound. You know about the trauma stuff that comes up and you handle it with your words. So you speak to people. It means you can say, shit, I fucked this up because I got upset. For example, you don't have an issue with your shame story. You actually can share, you know, here's my reactivity. Here's how I work when these words are told. So there's ways you present who you are, how you are, and you're able to consistently not feel ashamed or defective because you're not ashamed of being yourself. Okay, so... The people who have been in the past years, there's two groups that I got. One will have become aware through having had previously the encounter of compassion beyond a reason and refused it. So people who will have had the ability to choose their self, they refused to choose their selves and they stayed within the defectiveness shame button. Okay, those people... They did a couple of years where they're now awakened to the sleep that they were in under their defectiveness button of unresolved trauma, their safety behaviors slash maladaptive responses as an adult. Okay, their addictive behaviors don't only involve sex and drugs and alcohol and food. No, it can be gambling. It can be lying. It can be uh, deciding to stay undecided for the rest of your life and just running back and forth and just doing nothing doing nothing because when people move back and forth they don't actually accomplish anything and they feel every time like it's zeroed out that's because they didn't stay steady if you don't stay steady somewhere you can't build something so choosing to do back and forth is because of fear leading the way even though someone will say no no i like the risk of it yeah whatever it's it's not a risk risks mean calculated smart if you're going to build if you're just throwing shit around you're not building shit it's a risk, of course, but you're only living based on a visceral. So right here is not 5D. Visceral is you on a high and sympathetic, and then you go dorsal vagal. In fact, it's not fun to go high and low, high and low. Your body doesn't feel optimized. It feels like it's a roller coaster, which, again, is not fun if you get to know your restorative embodied self, which is the actual natural homeostasis of our bodies humanly. The optimized version of your well-being is that not the highs and lows. Integration of the mind, optimized version of your brain. Okay, so having said that, the people who were awakened, it was because they had the opportunity to get that compassion to dissolve their defectiveness, shame, 
the heartbreak gut wrench to start working on their self by choosing their self by choosing love by choosing not to run by choosing to stay they will have instead awakened to that because you know what happens when a adaptive child's trying to convince themselves that they're right right ego everybody knows what it does especially when it's distorted so if you're sitting in rumination you're not in a clear mind if you're sitting in a dull mind you're not in a clear mind if you're sitting in a butterfly mind you're not in a clear mind if you're sitting in a one siphon mind you're not in a clear mind and if you're sitting in a i'm enamored with my own light you're not in a clear mind you are in mindsets that are in maya land and you will know nothing about alignment of your physical, emotional, or energetic, excuse me, mental body, your values, holding them, or your heart body. So you know nothing, even if you do yoga, of your life in alignment. You only know hell in alignment, not, not heaven. Hell is where those who do personal development find out how to get out of it. And that's because the shit comes up. Okay, so the people who instead lied to themselves, if you will, by choosing to say, oh no, I'm just a person who comes in and out always, that's what I am, I'm an asshole. They chose to be the asshole, quote unquote. There's many different ways, some call themselves monsters, some call themselves badasses, and these are all types of individuals. Uh, some call themselves completely independent and they make very, very poor jokes about uh, the opposite sex or the same sex depending on their preference and sometimes it's uh, binary no no sex um, meaning non non uh, gender so long story short though any one of the groups of people who will have rejected their cup of love it's because they rejected their self and that's because that zero year old in order for it to say i'm worthy requires the person who owns that brain and body to say i am worthy i'm not defective and I really enjoy myself in this relationship. I really like this person. I want to stay. I don't want to go away. I'm going to talk to them about my fear instead of running. I'm going to spill the beans, so to speak, and let them know how I feel. And that's where people who do that, and so some people will have done that. And right now, the people who did do that, they're actually living the highlight of their life. They are going through transformation with that person or those people so the people who instead the years prior they did dissolve the shame the defectiveness and they found their person or their group so these some are twin flames some are soulmates some are instead a group a tribe if you will the ones who've moved into our 5d spectrum they're expanding whatever it is they're doing with the world so like that entrepreneur with his um what is it the coral reef he is definitely 5d material he is looking to save the future and he's not complaining about the system and he said i found a way to know how to sustain this so that it can happen so people who are doing shit versus complaining and pointing fingers uh example lovely sabine she talks about a lot of important topics she's a physicist one of them i didn't watch the video yet but she talks about how to not get tricked on the green piece thing so how to notice if they're actually green or not and that's great so she's educational very very data point related and that's great and awesome i love how she presents with the facts and obviously always look at anything with the discernment of knowing you don't know all the truth but when you see people who are open to the future 
and they're kind and they're educating you they're going to be empowering so like for us when we get into our kali modes we're not empowering that's more like well let's let it out together and talk about differences in a way that's very passionate it's not going to expand it's a contracted energy when you're in this mode of passion it's not good or bad it's a different energy so expansion comes with softness that's the ventral vagal nervous system tone and that's complete compassion okay so people who did accept their cup of love they dissolved they began working with a partner or with partners or with people on how to appreciate their uniqueness how to appreciate their flaws how to bring to life their truths their realities the ones who did not so let's talk about the ones who got rejected right so the ones who offered the beyond compassion cups those people are my 5d mystics because you will have already known of who is part of your oversoul and so in this case when we're looking to provide a cup it's because we want to share life so that emotion is not attachment it is a consistent effort because of the meaning that it has within our life we choose what to prioritize and for any person relationships are number one on the list doesn't mean you have to create a house with them it means you're fond of your relationships so your family your friends your loved ones okay so that plus obviously anybody who's a mystic and an entrepreneur you have that so you're already your own safe haven secure base so you're going to have focused on the relationship and or ships that you are looking to bring forth to strengthen and this is the part of where for those who were not as welcoming of those and so you didn't expand right you didn't expand they got shut down and so some relationships got shut down because expansion does not take place when two people are not growing together it's not about there being a negative interaction no not at all it's a secure connection it establishes its own uh, new dynamic in this case silence is a dynamic that is not a punishment it is to be understood in fact i had posed myself this question it was a couple years back actually and i remember even stating it to a friend of mine that i was like yeah you know i actually know that i'm needing to contemplate there's something about silence that i haven't yet understood and intuitively speaking in fact to this day if i'm sharing right now what i remember seeing was this silence but it was really like you know when you go deeper deeper into the ocean so it's not the ocean though it's the sky but it's a deep blue and it has it's a dark actually dark matter dark energy is what i should say it looks like so it's an energy that's push and pull if you will but it's not rough because anyone who's 5d doesn't know rough we, we don't actually have a way of not being connected to what's around us so we're always in the flow state and that's why we always know what we're not yet seeing and so in this case i knew personally in silence there is something that i person maria did not yet understand from an infinite higher human consciousness perspective and i spelled it out meaning i know that i don't know and what i can tell you is in the time what i began and i have always appreciated about silence even when i was a kid was that i get to be left alone to think things through 
So silence is great for those of us who are friends with our minds, and that's the inner growth mindset. So you're always looking to your own heart, you're following it, and you're following your own flow, and you're being yourself with your flaws and imperfections. Again, that's why we stay pure consciousness and pure energy. Purusha Prakriti. So for us, nothing changed except for expansion of consciousness. And so in this case, for the understanding of silence, it's useful to support every person that is in a relationship where communication is consistently in misalignment, so there's no attunement, and doesn't matter if one party is present or not, the attunement, there is mismatch. That's because there's no, excuse me, resonance. So there is presence attunement, but then there's no resonance. So when you come to have a conversation with a person, and you say, you know, I'm intuitively feeling this. So for me, with my dream states, that is where those years where I was, a lot of people were going through a lot of stuff. I would share with some people, the ones who, for example, Twin Flames, of course, I would share. Um, that's not normal in my book. And while others will want to do the whole, oh, we're going to strategic, and I don't do strategic with my loved ones. So in this case, the idea is that they're safe not that you are competing and not that you need to hide things that's also by the way not a relationship if you're hiding shit from each other so no 5d person will hide their true feelings or what they're going through because otherwise you won't be 5d just saying adaptive children are strategic in their brains because they're not in an integrated mind flexible adaptive coherent energized and stable minds aren't afraid of saying i'm very sad i had a dream and even if we're afraid so here's where there's this one share i'll never forget it is it really vulnerable i got reassured but that was really just words presented in thin air because uh, you know sometimes people will speak and then their actions show the opposite and so that's the inconsistency and when you see that you're like wait a minute and so you're going to ask about that potentially, depends how, but that's the part. As I was saying, in those years, silence became to become something that I was aware it's helpful because there is not resonance here, because there's not trust. There's not trust for some reason, there's not expansion of consciousness. And when you understand that a person chooses to speak or not to speak, again, if they want a relationship with you, you continue to speak to each other and talk. And that's because you build the bond. Okay? So recalibration is what happens with silence. It's a beautiful thing because secure connections don't have consistent... If I talk to some of my friends once every 10 years, we love each other to death. In fact, this has happened to me. I think it was last year or the year prior. It had been, I don't even know, five, seven, eight years. I had not heard from this person, none, nothing, zero, nada. And actually, I had reached out in the past, and uh, I had heard nothing. I get reached out because they're in an emergency situation, and I go and help them, and we hug, and we cry, and, well, I don't cry, but anyways, we hugged, and they cried, and I said, don't, it's, it's good, don't worry, you know me. I'm not one of those people that you have to reach out and talk to me all the time. We're still friends like yesterday. And that's it. So people cry because they feel like, oh, if I don't reach out to my friend, they will think I don't love them. So the crying was happy tears, but it was also thinking that there should be something to feel guilty about. And I said, no, there's nothing to be guilty about. Friendship is not how many times we talk to each other. 
we're there for each other when we need each other. And I'm happy that I was here. So I was in a place that I could help them a little bit. And that's actually why, as I said, silence, simply put, allows people to have their secure connections for a 5D mystic, that is. And that's an intuitive person who knows about their oversoul. This is a person of my oversoul. In fact, to this day, I have dreams at times. And so when we dream of our oversoul, it's because they are going through stuff. But we learn how to not reach out in time because this is the part. If we reach out and share... And if we get mixed messages, the mixed messages throw us off. And eventually we just don't do mixed messages because a mixed message is one time it's good, then the next time it's bad. One time it's good, then it's bad. It's like, okay, no, you need to make up. Is it good or bad? Which one is it? Do you trust or not trust in this case? So because that doesn't happen for certain people, we just end up figuring it out because a pattern becomes clear. So at a certain point, if it goes always between good and bad, we're just going to leave it alone because we're not going to take the, oh, you're a bad person. Oh, you wish me ill. Because this is the part of where our intuitiveness does not wish ill on people. We don't know what it's wishing. It's not wishing anything, actually, excuse me. When we wish, we wish happiness for our loved ones. So for my dreams, for example, I have learned how not to say them to some people because they think that that means we wish them ill if we're dreaming that they're crying or that they're upset. And so, you know, it's, uh, again, a very easy thing to use, the right silence so that you don't actually make people who are apparently afraid of you being intuitive because this is where, that's what it is. It's understandable. They don't know about neuroscience and the psychoeducators and how the entire field of consciousness is being looked into by physicists. So apparently they do believe energy vampires are real. That's the 4D plane and people who don't know about science and they don't understand that mysticism, we use the word, I use the word, in fact, I tried explaining why I use the word in one of the episodes in the future, but I use the word because it can, brings together all the attributes of those of us who have clears, but uh, the reality is I can't wait to add to my vocabulary so that I can bring in the physics stuff too. Okay, so for those who are here, you have been your entire life pretty much mastering your own divine masculine, divine feminine. This is why your whole twin flame story, if you have one, and some don't. And twin flames, it's not like, oh, it's something that awakened me to myself. You've always been awakened to yourself. It's your name and you are a person who has what is called secure attachment. So your twin flames are loved, your soulmates are loved, your oversoul is loved, nobody's an enemy, okay? But we do know of the ones who are adaptive children. So we know about envy, spite, jealousy, and those who project their actual uh, shit show towards us because the idealization, we don't accept that. We'll make sure that nobody, nobody idolizes anything. We will say, no, no, it's not me. I'm not doing shit. It's all you. And we will repeat it to the death of us. And that's because we are not therapists. We're loved ones. Even as a mentor, I will not ever say to someone, oh, yes, please keep idealizing me. No, because this is where there's a difference between a mentor and a coach or a consultant versus a therapist. Therapists, when I learn from them, they talk about some of them actually allowing people to idealize and it's like ah, yeah you're helping them with a specific degree this is where that's a difference because for those who inspire means a person's already motivated so you have a handle on your window of welcome 
you have a handle on your emotional spectrum. And if you don't, this is where a responsible mentor, consultant, coach will say, look, I think this human suffering that you're presenting to me is actually having a toll. I think maybe, and we'll present the good psychoeducator information for those of us who stay educated, which I do. And I'm serious about this, uh, mysticism or not, I would never ever in a million years say, oh, I can do, no, I will say, look, here's where I can help, here's what I know I'm seeing, and here's what I think is advisable after all of my trauma educational certificate hours and education, and I can present to you more of it, so please don't let me <laughs> try to prove to you that I care about your mental health, because I do, and I'm not a therapist, so let's go look for one, okay? And so this is where we don't shame, blame, fault, or revenge. We don't say you're a problem. And in fact, we compassionately navigate equanimity when people present to us their challenges. And that's the part of why they eventually project the perpetrator or the rescuer of some sort or the victim. And the adoptive child does not like to be told, you're not at fault, they're not at fault, you're not to blame, they're not to blame. It's not true that you can't, it's not true that they can't or can or it's not their fault and it's not your fault. They don't like to hear that at all. And some more or less, and the whole shame, they don't like to hear it. Oh, we're not going to shame them. No, no, you have to shame them. You should shame them. And these are words from other people's mouths. <laughs> so the adaptive child, once you're saying no to shame, no to blame, no to fault, and no to any of the resentment stuff at all, and actually, hey, this is going to come back to bite you, because you're going to have it on your consciousness then, because you're going to awaken to the clarity, and then you're going to say, shit, I did this thing on purpose. What the fuck am I doing? Oh my gosh, what did I do? And that's unfortunate and sad, because now you got the shame and the guilt trip, because you actually did do something on purpose with the intent to get under the skin of someone, and now, so this is a whole pattern, and those people who actually disregard all of this, they're not listening to these episodes because they have had karma hangover and they're doing it again so those people are still in their karma because they're victims of everything that they did and that means they're pointing a finger at someone and they're special and the other people are not they're the victims and the other people are the bad people and they're going to look for who's going to rescue them and think of them as the victim so they're in a whole not anywhere near here let me get back to us us instead what we have so again, the people who rejected the cup of love, they see what they rejected because they accepted something different under the guise of Maya. So they eluded themselves, they uh, made up a story in their head, however it is they twisted it and they got, because see, you do get, um, I want to use words carefully, you get what you wish for, okay, and so when people wish for, let's say, unconditional love, that's where anyone will tell you that you're the one who provides yourself, and here's Purusha, with unconditional love. And so if you choose another person, you're not choosing yourself. And we all will be misguided, if you will, in moments where there's an optimal relationship, right? Because that's that part of wanting to give and to receive and so you're involved in that the ability to see beyond it though is very straightforward and easy which is why for the love cycle people we're not like oh my gosh let me hold it against myself i was blinded no it's like oh well no that makes sense i was blinded because this 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 and this 
Now, sometimes it's a bit harsher because, you know, you will have received a level of treatment that is unnecessary because that's the part where when the adaptive child gets going, they are trying to maintain power and control. Their trauma safety behavior does not stay nice. They ruminate and they sit in a prison cell in their brain, but their brain is a villain and a hero. And sometimes they're the villain and sometimes they're the hero or not the hero if they can't actually make themselves into heroes. So now there's fucked up situation. They're not rescuing anyone. They're apparently not a victim and they're apparently not a hero. And so they're going to say, oh, wait, you're the bad guy in my entire equation. So it's really sad again. The way that twisting things, resentment, remember we learned from the psychoeducators that that's because of how much value you've held on to something. That's why people hold on to grudges. It's a sad thing. They stay locked in their mental prisons. Um, people who twist things, they don't do themselves a service, but they will wish for something. And those people, the difference is they have a wish that will be brought forth from a visceral plane, not from a plane of ventral vagal. And they will get what they wish for, but they will unravel and see that it is not unconditional. And that's in a very different way than those of us who see it clearly immediately and with ease. And it's not better or worse. It's actually something that nobody uh, chooses their safety behaviors, their unresolved trauma, okay? So again, everybody has a journey to move out of that dysregulated, modulated, embodied experience into a restorative embodied experience. So they will have come into contact with different types of subjects, subject matters, and people that will have brought them to where they are able to finally see clearly. Once they do, they're awakened from the slumbers of their nightmare. Potentially, it becomes a nightmare. So the ones who didn't have a karma hangover, these are the ones who refused that compassion first time around. And they then went on a journey with what would be defined by some as, I'm not going to use the word, I'm going to use a different way. They will have led an adaptive child projection of idealization life. So they will have basically envisioned, I have my perfect family, my perfect woman or man or they, everything, all my work, I'm doing all the things that I'm looking, look, look how beautiful, all of this outside stuff, but something begins to happen that reveals, wait a minute, no, 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 so what really it is, is the person or people that they're around, and that's where, while in the past, when they didn't take that cup of love and choose themselves, because they chose I'm defective, I'm a problem or whatever it is. However, their journey began. This time they knew they're not. This time it was more of, no, no, I've done everything. I know it. So with that being said, knowingness, and then again, like I said, making a wish, you're not going to be blind. So you're going to see the truth also because you have something to compare to. When people know pure love and then they meet what is not love, but that is adaptive child, though I'm enamored with my own light, or I'm going to think I know everything. That's not a relationship. So they awakened from that, and that's where they're not doing a do-over. Now they've finally chosen, I am a person, I tend to myself, I, if I need a therapist, I got a therapist, uh, if I need still support with these addictive behaviors, I got support, okay? So they are on their track 
of their own actual healing. It's not because they feel broken. No, they know I'm moving out of the dysfunctional patterns that are not myself. They are the ways that I learned to cope with stress, the ways that I learned to cope with the challenging things that took place when I was a kid, da, 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 period. So all of those are very well on track, moving along swiftly, I might add, for the love cycle people, the ones who had the blinders, they got a couple of rocks in their shoes, and that's what they're getting to take out. So they're getting to make amends with people that they did treat shittily, okay? For example, they're getting to face the fear, they're getting to face potential rejection, they're getting to speak truths from the heart and have heart-to-heart. And they do know the difference between what it means to have people that uplift you and those who do not know how to be your friends or your loved ones. So on that note, the ones who, thanks to having been brought the Zen master, the compassion beyond a reason into their life, these individuals, they're choosing their self. They don't refuse the cup, they take the cup. And that uh, cup is what is leading them to recognize the ones who don't actually have their best interests in mind. They also recognize the need to recover from this level of betrayal because it's something very close to home. They also are going through aspects of their own to become, what's it called, responsible. So they're being pushed a little bit. There's a little bit more of a heavy push for the, this group of people, but they have love around them. And so although it's a tough one, and they do know that some things they're gonna fight about, other things they're gonna let drop, okay? So they learn and are learning how to manifest what they want, how to trust their intuition, and it's thanks to having at least one or two or some people that are the right type of mystic, so the right type of love, meaning the support, safe haven, secure base. You're not perfect, nobody is, but we're all love. And on that note, as they do move out of their blinders sooner than later, they're moving out of their self destructive, addictive behaviors. Okay, so this is where the relationships for these people is if one that they're giving each other the ability to become tangibly speaking, fully independent human beings. What does this mean? Okay, while <laughs> So when I first began ascension with the, with the 5D term, okay, so when I began to be aware of my clairs and archangels and twin flames in the sense of I have more than one, I was like, wow. So when I found out that, I was like, okay, this is really interesting. And today with the solo poly, I'm a lot more comfortable in being able to present all of the mysticism and also where I stand since polyamory has always been where I stand. I just didn't have the word as a teenager. The expanding consciousness of our relationships uh, with people who are choosing immediately their self, it's because they already have um, a level of pure consciousness. 
And so somehow within their own body, there is the more than not desire to meet their match. They want to show their community that they can and they will. And, you know, here's one thing about the ego of every person is that it's positive when it's getting you to take actions that help you to show people that don't have any faith in you that they're wrong. Even though that's still an adaptive child behavior, but if it's done with the love of self and the compassion of self and the compassion of others. So this is the part that's important. If it's done with resentment, then it's not. The resentment is going to be what those other people who awoken from the shit show nightmare that they thought was their queen, king, whatever. The people who did build based on resentment, they built based on lack, they built based on maya, they're the ones who had the karma. Basically, tower moment after tower moment after tower moment, you made the wrong choice, wrong choice, wrong choice, and all of it just went flying into their face in ways that is very sad because, I mean, it was really rough. So they're, they're doing good. They're great now. The ones who have awakened to, it's like, it was a shakeup and they're out of the complete bullshit of resentment. So they got a rude wake-up call because they chose the path of resentment versus, you know, I'm doing something because I'm actually afraid of love. I'm actually afraid of what I desire. I, I don't, I, I'm afraid. It's understandable, again, unresolved trauma to the extent of, for example, fearful avoidant attachment style. They have defense and attachment system intertwined. So they're freaking out inside when they're in the presence of love. It's unfortunate that they don't know how to use their words. They choose the wrong silence. But they choose it on purpose. And then they go on with their story. So again, the people who had a rude awakening, they are actually finally settling into you know i fucked up it's okay i i get it i get it and they're just making use of the lion's gate portal energy to feel at peace with themselves the knowledge they've gained and they're figuring out the right words to share with their loved ones and to share this shame story and, and the resentment and all the things that they will have been through and they want to talk about it all because that's the part of how you're going to clear your conscious from the past for those people because <clears throat> when you do things with resentment it sits in your heart it's a way that when people have felt guilty personally in my life and they don't speak it but they have ways that they make up for it there's an energy to it it's like a little kid when they're like oh i did lie but i don't want to say that i did because you know but i want you to know it so there's these looks that you give each other or these words and we know and it's like it's okay come here so we hug it out and then though you consistently grow so here's where the hugging it out is great uh, if you hug it out and then you punch me again uh, now you're confusing me if you hug me and then you punch me I'm going to get again confused. By the third time, I'm going to not hug you at all, and I'm not going to get you to punch me. So I'm going to completely disengage from everything, anything that has to do with anyone. And that's the part of how our oversoul creates their own little wall because I'm going to hug you, punch you, hug you, punch you, hug you. But sooner, we don't care what it is, can be envy. Again, it's going to be a very clear punch. It's going to stand out. And by the time that the pattern is a pattern, and it's very straightforward, a pattern, all you need is a year. That's it pattern of a person is clear that's their pattern so uh, the minute a person has a different pattern is the minute that they would present only the hugs we're not going to take punches so obviously that's not going to happen okay so 
We grow relationships with people who hug us, not punch us. If you're a person who has chosen yourself, that's why choosing unconditional love means choosing yourself, not another human being. That's pure consciousness, and it doesn't mean rejecting people either. So the people who uh, did resentment, they are awakened and are not doing that. I was talking about the people who are not choosing to take what they're taking and standing up for themselves and saying, I'm going to show my entire you know, community that I can, those people. The ones who are doing it from the place of, I am flawed, I am imperfect, I definitely have a lot of things I can work on, but I'm not a piece of shit. I don't deserve to be treated this way. And when you realize that you're being treated that way again, and it's thanks to relationships with people, whether they're intuitive or not, who are saying, you're great, you're beautiful, you're awesome, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just like any other person. I mean, again, we're all flawed. That's what gives the person the drive to say, you know what, I think I'm going to do a little bit of flicking off right now, and meaning let me get my act together and let me motivate myself. Depending on the level of uh, stamina that a person has and the level of awareness they have of moderation and the desire they have of getting, again, out of their dysfunctional patterns is how far they're going to get. So on that note, as we end up our little uh, episode here, we don't see into the future on purpose. Every person will choose their degree of energy and if they move all the way into their fools enlightenment soul age groups journey then you will see a person who rises above and above and above and above and above and above and this is where we'll we'll talk a little bit about that one so once a, a complete independence is achieved which is where we're at right now so all groups of people except for the ones who are doing their karma wheel they're just going to stay in that uh, for now they always get another opportunity, but at a certain point you're going to settle into something because you're actually using the imagination, which is your neuroplastic agent. So you're going to choose to consistently stay either blinded in your mindset of Maya land, there's the different five mindsets, or not. If you get out of Maya land, you align, and here's where if you know how Sadhguru points out, you're going to get more energized by the day. Doesn't mean you have clairs, but you can have clairs. And if that's the case, you're going to get more connected to these areas and not in a way of it being something anointed. No. <laughs> okay, so with full independence, you are singing from your heart your song. You are knowing about what the past has gifted you. And that past has gifted you the opportunity to see what the seven cups are, all of them. Because see, we have all emotions. <clears throat> we have always a, a beautiful, big, big, big playground. Um, and that's why a fool with a tool, that's a Zen master, is a fool that knows how to use the fool's journey. So when we're doing expansion of consciousness every year, we expand. So we do from the fool to the world, the fool to the world. And though people say that we have stepping stones, these are the people who are actually trying to grow up I'm talking about people who are already, they're grown up. So when I say grown up, I'm saying you're your own Purusha Prakriti. The Enlightenment so age your person. And if you're not an intuitive in any way, shape or form, let me use different verbiage for you. You have obtained your integrated mind. So integration of the brain, integration of the mind. It means all hands on deck. And your default mode network is down-regulated. And so you are not scanning others in the self. 
to see if you can turn on your ventral vagal nervous system. You're already in your social engagement system because your default mode network is down-regulated. Your insula is active. Your temporal junction, your amygdala, that one is always alerted to anyone and anything. And then temporal junction, we relate to the past experiences, but you move to prefrontal cortex. So you sit in presence. You put your past on your shoulder. It's not leading the way. So you're not leading the way with the memory of the past, meaning you're not going to give attributes to person of the present, for example, from somebody from the past. But you're going to keep in mind what the past brought you. And so again, those seven cups, you see them all, and none of them represent anything dangerous because they're all people and situations. And so these end masters, again, we are brains that are also embodied brains, and our body is restorative embodied self. This is the 5D plane. So when I get to talk to you of 5D, it's always going to be this plane. We're going to have to keep on spelling it out. I know I am, so that for new listeners. And, you know, we have conversations about the inner growth mindset and about you moving into your enlightenment soul age group and channeled guidance is for my collective, our collective of 5D people. So anyone who is also intrigued with mysticism in any way, shape, or form and is intrigued to hear the difference, it's not a mathematical equation. This is why pseudoscience lady is fine as well as (laughs) self-help, but it's not really self-help as much as it is to try and inspire you as you do your own self, but obviously it's self-help for those who want that support, of course. So yes, as a person, I support people to move into being their self. Your true self is pure consciousness. Every person is pure love. The people who reject the cup of love, it's because they have the zero-year-old to seven months that says, I'm a defective piece of shit. And it's not a word. It's an actual feeling, heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart. It's um, sad when they don't dissolve because they will twist and say, oh, I'm evil. And if you love me, you're evil. And I'm going to prove it. And that's why the part about the wake-up call being a rude awakening because they will wake up to oh shit they're not evil they're a beautiful person and love and that's only if these things happen by the way there there are a lot of stories and i just share that because i do know that in some people's instances you'll have a person like that who will be able to be awakened to something like that but um for the most part i'd say that when i see adaptive children they stay within their ego quite uh happily because they need to prove that they're right once they realize they're wrong they have a very hard time accepting that they were wrong because they're not people who accept that life is not about right or wrong so they don't accept to sit in self-compassion They only accept to shame themselves and to sit and say, I regret everything I've ever done for the rest of my life. I'm going to sit in regret and wallow in my sorrows. That regret is used as an excuse by people who don't want to grow up yet because it's challenging again to face one's fear, which would be rejection. So the saddest part for anyone that understands psychology is that there are plenty of psychologists out there that help people to get out of this but they even have to negotiate with their patients so every person that they've negotiated with shows how many adoptive children there are who want to stay in my land no matter how much yoga they do uh so again leaving that to the side because it's definitely a sad story when people don't choose their self and they just sit and uh, want to think that they have become brave by sitting in regret. That's not bravery. That's just another way of letting oneself stay within shame. 
And that's the actual psychoeducational component. So it's not any longer people are evil, humanity is evil. No, it's, you know, I did certain things and, well, I'm just going to do other things now and leaving it like that. So it's, um, yeah, that is something that, again, some people end up in this place. That's why when they revisit their life at 80 years old or 70, they go, oh, well, I regret this, I reminisce that, I, uh, and so shame, it's not about you being ashamed about yourself. It's this feeling, again, that is a strategy of the body when you're not met in a way that helps your body stay connected to this restored embodied self. Once you move into 5D spectrum, that's why that 5D body type, mind type, is integration of the mind and restored embodied self. The people who are just now beginning to awaken to being able to bring more to themselves... It's uh, something that's going to be interesting, but they're motivated thanks to the love that they've been handed, and they're motivated to share with the world their beauty, and they're actually, um, what's the word, they get excited <clears throat> to share it with the people that they know, get excited with them, and that's, we're, we're going to close with this one. So when you are in independent functional adult relationships, and so we have 5D people. <laughs> They're all Zen masters, okay? We get excited about each other's topics. We ask more questions. We want to have exchanges of all the different pieces of information. We want to have shares of the politics, of the religion, of the spiritual, of the science. We are in Krishna Lila mode. So every day is an adventure because our two-year-old is Krishna Lila. We're always not assuming. We're present. And then we attune to each other and we always resonate and we always trust. This is always because in a social gathering, you're having conversation. So the relationships that you're going to be building, this begins this 2023 and moving forward. If you're 5D, put to the side the ones who are in the middle. I'm not talking about those people right now. They're in the middle. They don't. We don't know what they're going to do with their opportunities all of them i'm talking the ones who have always taken the opportunity feel very confident about unconditional love so you're confident in purusha prakriti okay you're confident with humanity you're confident with wherever it is you're getting to settle into what it's like to have this alignment and you're excited but not in a way that is so when i began ascension what i was trying to get to is oh, wow this is a full uh, wow this is all exciting all excited and it still is but it's in a mature way. So like my, my first twin flame experience, every one of those years until I then met those other, realized those other two, I didn't meet, I already knew these other two. So it was funny how they came to be. And, and, and this is because of the energetic imprint. So as you magnify your clairs, because you create that connection to your oversoul, you're going to get more of that knowingness so it was very interesting and i remember knowing obviously i'm going to be working through the realization that you have more than one twin flame and these twin flames they're beautiful but you know wow now i got three of them what's the deal here and i remember i had a friend who i was talking to about it they didn't understand the mystical world in fact they were they were very much and i i feel for them because they probably were like oh my gosh she's talking about this again so that's the part of why we don't do things like this. But this friend was very supportive and they just tried to do what they would do in my situation, uh, which would be to disconnect. In fact, this person actually did go off the grid and that's not 
what we do. We want to walk with the people, stay with the people. That's pure consciousness. So we know that's not meant to go off the grid. It's meant to process the thoughts and the emotions. This is why silence is a good thing because we get to mature our emotional and mental planes in a good way. The 5D mystic enlightenment soul age group only has good in our mouth and it's positive, yes. And so when somebody says, oh, don't be positive, it's bullshit. They don't know what true positive means. Because if they did, then they wouldn't say it's bullshit. But let's not be sticklers for words, shall we? Again, equanimity, and equanimity, in fact, is positive. It's being able to be objective that emotions arise. They're meant to be processed. So when you're sharing about something and you also have intuitiveness, you're connected, which not everybody does. Again, you don't have to prove it. You can't. And we don't. And this is why it's nice when you have the oversoul people from your oversoul that resonate when you, when you know and they know that you are meant to be a bond. And that is one of the most amazing gifts to have been gifted for me personally, is to have one of my lovely Oversoul members actually be intrigued and enticed in one way, shape, or form. It tickles them that I see the future, that I have this way, and it tickles them. doesn't mean they believe in it or not, but what it means is that they actually let my sharing become more. That's when, when you know that you're being accepted. It's because more of what you have to share is being taken in and it's something that makes all people involved happy and excited. So again, it doesn't mean there's the same interest. It doesn't mean that they believe in anything. It doesn't mean they don't. It doesn't mean any of it. The feeling is what connects each other. And the feeling is the indication of our ventral vagal nervous system. So that means we feel safe with each other. That's number one, which is what allows you and says, I want to stay in this relationship. I want to stay right here. I feel safe and I feel loved and I'm accepted and they're beautiful and I'm beautiful and we're imperfect and they're imperfect. And they're not, you know, crapping on me. They're not shouting at me. They're not being an asshole. They're being somebody who treats me like a grown up because here I'm a grown up. And if you're tuning in, I'm assuming you're a grown up. So. When people act like parents to each other, those of us who are independent, we don't want a parent. And this is the other trait of those who are accepting the compassion and they're in the space of being able to choose their self, which they've done, is that they have a drive to establish themselves, tangibly speaking, and the ability to have, even if it's just one human being, say, you're not a piece of crap at all, and oh, by the way, evil doesn't exist. That person, those people who are ready to rock and roll with whatever they got to offer, again, it can be challenging for some. For others, they're going to take it and run with it. It's going to move so quickly, it's not even funny. And that's beautiful. So here's where, when we are always in the positive, that's why we're always speeding through. Nothing keeps us still when we're processing those moments that are a bit more uh, depth of silence, emotions, <clears throat> while others will think of it, and others means 4D people, that this means you're not going anywhere, the 5D people know it's not true. We actually understand equanimity. You will handle in your 
lovely playground likes and dislikes children <laughs> so it's not uh, the 5d children that don't understand this it's the 4d and 3d children and it's the adaptive children who it's unfair they're at fault I'm da -da -da -da. okay and some of them don't sound like that they're like i know everything about you and i'm gonna come i've heard people do this it's a scary thing it's a very sad thing furthermore their vengeance is is poisoning their body and then they think they're right, though. This is the self-righteousness people. So we know that none of that is actually what's going to take place in a moment of depth. And what's going to take place is let me sit and do the things that bring me joy. And then let me move with the love. And, you know, it's, it's all good. We're navigating the ocean, sailing blue, even if it gets rocky. So we always come out with all more people on the ship, remember? So... Sailing together, roaring lions with love and addressing fear also with love. Be compassionate, be kind, build those beautiful relationships. We'll be back with more. Have a great day.